and welcome to the Bodybuilding Dietitians Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today for what is now episode 32 of our Road to 2021 mini-series. And as always, you are joined by your hosts, Tiara and Jack. Now, before we get into today's episode, as always, we just want to remind you that if you do enjoy these podcasts, please feel free to tell your family and friends about them, take a screenshot, post it to your social media stories. If you are listening on the iTunes podcast app, please feel free to leave us a review and also give us a rating. And if you are interested in getting in touch with us regarding our coaching services, you can always head over to our website by Googling The Bodybuilding Dietitians or going to www.thebodybuildingdietitians.com, which is a link you can find in the show notes below or any of our Instagram bios. And as we always say, we don't just coach physique athletes, we coach anyone with a health and fitness related goal. So Jack, tell me how your week was. Cool. So this was a really good week and it was the fourth week of my training block and the first week after getting back to from the holiday. Mm-hmm. So that means I had all my usual equipment. So it was interesting to see how I adjusted after basically going off a RPE scale last week while I was away and to getting back to my normal numbers and stuff. Might I just say, how lucky were we that we decided to take a holiday last week in Noosa? You know, it was warm and sunny, came back to Brisbane this week. It's just been raining and cloudy all week, and it's been cold, man. It's been cold. I feel like I'm in winter again. Yeah, you're wearing a a long robe right now. I am. I'm in a bathrobe, podcasting away on a Sunday afternoon. (laughs) Yeah, we were very lucky for sure, and yeah, especially... Sam as well didn't get wet the whole time so yeah absolutely but the weather's been whack you know it's literally dropped from like 38 degrees during the day to 21 degrees like what I don't know what's going on we're in Brisbane but I could definitely consider that we're in Melbourne (laughs) yeah anyway how was your week yeah so everything just went according to plan like lifts went up everything was retained I think and probably the standout was my squat so I hit two sets of eight reps and leading into this week that was something I really wanted to do it was probably going to be the most difficult squat session of prep because I'm not going to be doing squats after this block and also it was the most volume so in prep something I found is that like reps one to five are moderately okay they feel good but it's really those last couple reps not just because it's, it's harder because you're doing more reps, but also the endurance factor and keeping form intact. Like it's, it requires mental sort of acuity to basically like keep your back from bending and, and ensure that your form is intact. And that's, I found that the longer rep sets, even things like a leg extension at this stage, I'd much rather do like 12 to 15 reps with the same intensity as doing something of for 15 to 20 reps. And that's and I'm that's probably something I'm going to modify in coming into the next block. So I'm not gonna, for example, have a leg press at 12 to 15 or 15 to 20 reps. I'd much rather have it at eight to 10 reps. And we know that there isn't a very large difference or a very, very insignificant difference between the rep ranges and how they're gonna influence muscle growth, mm-hmm. unless it's like less than five reps or I don't know, greater than 40 or 50 reps. Yeah, ultimately, the determining factor is there, right, is really the intensity and how hard are you really working. Mm. So if I can get just as good hypertrophy or muscle retention results from doing 8 to 10 reps without 
killing myself doing 15 to 20 reps and I don't need the added expenditure from those longer sets, then I'm, I'm going to do the uh, lower rep scheme. Mm-hmm. But it's just that trade-off, right? You just got to keep busting your butt and really pushing yourself. Yeah, it doesn't, which... it doesn't change that the intensity needs to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. But that's the thing. I think that's why a lot of competitors make that trade-off because obviously as you continue to go through comp prep, right, you're chronically dieting, you definitely are more tired overall and just, you know, fatigue levels set in. Sometimes it does seem a little bit more enticing to, oh, I'll lower the weight a little bit, but, you know, I'll pump out an extra five reps, you know. And I wouldn't say either is right or wrong. It really comes down to, you know, what's your personal preference? Mm. Yeah, I think, well, one reason why you might prefer to do that is... Well, not me. No, Well, I, I know you do that anyway. So uh, What do you mean? Like, if you're not feeling something, you'll lower the weight and then do do a few more reps or... Oh, mind-muscle connection the side of there. But, like, I'm not bitching out on an exercise, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're more... What I was going to say is you're more type 1 fiber-based. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely... I've never been an endurance or enjoyed endurance-based stuff. So I'm definitely more type two. Yeah. So, and you, yeah, it is what it is. (laughs) So that's pretty much training. Uh, I'm pretty impressed with myself, like giving myself a pat on the back for managing to retain my pushing numbers so well. And it was something that probably did drop off a little bit. I think maybe just a shock to the system uh, initially, like such a big drop in muscle glycogen content so I did struggle a bit for those first like one to three weeks, even in my mini cut as well with the pushing movements. But since manipulating my uh, angles and movement selection as well, so for example, putting plates beneath my feet, choosing the correct seat height, getting used to the to the technical efficiency of the move, some of the newer movements that I was doing, uh, it's um, I've managed to retain or improve in in pretty much all my pushing movements, which I'm really happy about. Damn, that's excellent, you know? And you're sitting around the 83 kilograms right now. So would you say this is the strongest you've ever been in your life at 83 kilograms? Yeah, undoubtedly. It would be, yeah, because the last time I was 83 was two or three years ago. Insane. Wow. Well, good work. Thank (laughs) you. And the plan for these next two weeks will be to basically continue on the track I'm already on. So uh, increase in strength where possible and basically retain where possible as well and try not to make any any decrements to performance so i'm probably going to be staying on the same macros which will be 325 carb 60 fat and 250 protein five days a week and then 525 carb on two days of the week and yeah that's that's basically the goal for these next two weeks until i have another deload and a diet break as well so I am looking forward to that diet break just because not necessarily for the extra food, although of course I'm looking forward to that, but also just the the fullness and the feel good factor as well. And it, I think it's come at a really perfect time because I'm still like still eager to keep pushing at the moment and I've had some really good weight loss success. I've actually just basically hit the mark this week where I had 10 kilos of weight loss, a little bit more than that now. So. I was around 94.4 before my mini cut and this morning I weighed 83.4. Insane. So just over, yeah, 11 kilos now. And that's since August. Yeah, since August. So some some fairly aggressive weight loss there and however like performance as I said has either increased or stayed the same and I had a few weeks of maintenance there 
in the middle before prep began. So I'm not worried about any muscle loss. I think I've pretty much retained everything and I put up some side-by-side -side comparisons on my Instagram and pretty happy with the results. So I did a, yeah, a lot of the listeners will know I did a poll and I think some people were a bit surprised because <laughs> we know that you look bigger when you lose fat and mm -hmm. keep the muscle. So a lot of people said four kilos. Yeah, so wait, describe this poll. So I basically asked how much weight do you think I've lost? And I had a few different options, like four, eight, 10, and 12, I think. And probably the majority of people said four, just because on the right, I do look bigger uh, because I've just lost fat, kept the muscle. So mm -hmm. everything's standing out more. This is surely a sport of illusions. It is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you guys want to see a visual representation of that 10 kilogram difference separately, head over to Jack's Instagram or ICN Queensland reposted the photo mm. too, which was really nice. Yeah, nice of them. Cool. So that's training. And for the next block, I think I'll leave that a secret for now because mm. uh, I haven't really decided it either. <laughs> but there will be a few changes undoubtedly because I'll be about... 80, 82.5 or so, or maybe even 83. I'm quite, I'm decently far ahead of my weight schedule at the moment. I'm not 83 as Tierra said, I'm more like 80, 83 and a half on average. Oh, sorry, a few 500 grams off. Well, that's that's one to two weeks of weight loss, so. <laughs> not for you, man, you're losing like 700 grams a week. It's less than a week, it's like five days. <laughs> so this, it will be an interesting time because we have Christmas coming up. That'll be the last week of my block. Mm -hmm. And then after that will be a diet break. And then after the week after that, we'll be getting our new dog. Yeah. So that, and I'll be getting my new car. <laughs> yes. Lots of things coming up where, I mean, I, I kind of wish that diet break was one week later so that I could um, have that diet break when we get Boston. Mm -hmm. There might be a few sleepless nights, but yeah, just got to plow on with that and not not worry about it yeah he'll be totally worth it you know if he makes a little cry during the night hell i'll get up for you okay oh, <laughs> i got that on the podcast now all right oh you're holding me accountable <laughs> yeah well no the listeners are now so anyway so anything else with nutrition not really uh this week i did kind of maintain my weight not maintain i still had a fairly decent drop but not as much as previous weeks and so I was kind of playing around with, should I do another drop next week? But I'm, I'm like today I had a decent, uh, some decent weigh in this morning and I'm definitely feeling the diet today. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm thinking I'll probably wake up tomorrow with a decent weigh in as well. So hopefully I don't need to drop leading up to this diet break. And that would mean we've only done one adjustment to macros in 10 weeks of dieting, which yeah. is pretty good. 10 weeks or is it eight weeks? Oh wait, no, yeah. it will be 10 weeks, yeah. but you have been dieting for eight weeks now. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. And yeah, I've only made one adjustment. So that's, and like, I'm actually, the low days I'm on now are actually basically what I was on in the mini cut. Mm -hmm. um, and I was, I remember worrying about being like, oh, if I'm, if I've lost, if I'm 89 kilos on the mini cut, how am I going to drop an extra 10, 15 kilos in prep? But fortunately, that hasn't been an issue. Yeah, absolutely not. So yeah, you sitting around 83 and a half right now. We're estimating with Alan that your stage weight is going to be somewhere between what? Like you fully depleted before carving up. What, around 77? 
No, more like 76. Okay, so 76. So still got around seven and a half kilograms to go. And we are 17 weeks right now out from the first ICN Queensland show. So seven and a half kilograms and 17 weeks. I think you got this in the bag. (laughs) I'm not worried about making it in time. That's for sure. So... And yeah, plus two diet breaks in there as well. But mm-hmm. I think it, the timing should work really well. And then my goal initially was to reach show one in, in best condition, in the condition I need, sorry. And that will kind of be a warm-up show anywhere. It's the Sunshine Sunshine Coast rookie show. Mm-hmm. And like nationals is going to be where it's at, Yeah, of course. About a month and a half later. So Yeah, you, so I, I should be able to reverse into that national show. More time dieting, which means... Hopefully some more, even though I might be the same weight, some more details might show and I'll obviously be fuller reversing into Mm -hmm. it and hopefully feeling a little better too, Mm. (laughs) eating a little bit more food. (laughs) Yeah. Well, hopefully I feel just as good in, in eight weeks as I do right (laughs) now. Hopefully your mood doesn't change at all. (laughs) That's the attitude, right? (laughs) That is. (laughs) But uh, we took some skin folds today as well. Yeah. So skin folds have been interesting for me. Like some, some weeks will be interesting in terms of the measurement different like for example i lost over a kilo between skin folds and my tricep skin fold went up um so <laughs> triceps an iffy one man like tricep and thigh right like sometimes it just decides to do its own little thing you know like sometimes it just doesn't play ball mm. but there's some interesting stats for you guys so we took my first skin folds ever Probably when we were just as accurate as we are now because mm-hmm. we just finished the course. Mm-hmm. So that was the 1st of January 2019. And bear in mind, I'd had like a month or so off training and I was very detrained because of my lower back. Mm-hmm. And basically, my sum of seven was 46.3. And how that much w- did you weigh? Back then, I weighed 80.9. So now I weigh, today, I weighed 83.4 for these ones. And the sum of seven was 38.6. So about eight to nine millimeters down, despite being like, how many kilos heavier? About two and a half kilos, exactly two and a half kilos heavier. So we can, I can, uh, if we base it off this alone, we can safely assume that I've gained more than two and a half kilos of muscle because I'm leaner and heavier. That's amazing. And do you know what's so cool, actually? I was looking at some dates and that was pretty much exactly two years ago because we're recording this now on the 13th of December, 2020. We actually released our very first podcast, Jack. I'm pretty sure it was around the 14th of December, 2018 right? So we've actually had this podcast now for a whole two years. And I remember we released that first episode on the day that we went down to that. Well, we drove up to the ISAC course at mm, the Sunshine Coast. I that. Man, so it's been two years. Crazy. Freaking nuts, man. But uh, yeah, two years for this podcast. That's pretty freaking celebratory. And boy, did that go by fast. But uh, also massive congrats on the lean gains, brother. Cheers. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's just interesting where where the fats come off. Like, probably the most noticeable since prep has started has just been the abdominal and Mm -hmm. love handle region. And probably the stubborn sites for me is definitely the back. That Mm -hmm. hasn't changed much at all. But we take it in one spot on my back, which is like my probably least developed area of musculature on my body. Your subscap? My subscap, Mm -hmm. yes. And so it's that's around the lower trap region. Um, for those who don't know, it's kind of mid to upper back. Mm-hmm. 
And so we don't take lower back, unfortunately. The other area which I know is, is slower coming in is my like serratus anterior, which are those lines next to your abs. And we, we're actually gonna start taking that from today just to see how it, how it um, goes down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much it for me in terms of training nutrition. I guess just to sum up, like last two weeks of this block, just aiming to maintain or progress where possible. And I'll probably be doing a few adjustments for next block for nutrition, hopefully keeping that where it is, running those two high days per week, which is just working really well at the moment. Like I'm, I'm not feeling deprived of energy on the training days, on the rest days, definitely feeling it a little bit more, but I'd much rather have that than feeling it more on the training days. Do you find as the diet keeps going on, right, that you're looking forward to those high days more and more? Yes, of course. Like yeah. that. You'd have to be, anyway, a very non-food-focused individual not to be looking forward to that. Yeah, but I know. You know when you first implement them, you're like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool, right? Mm. But then as the weeks go on, you know, it gets to Wednesday and you're like, man, I'm really looking forward to some more bananas tomorrow. Yeah, definitely I look forward to them now. But what's interesting is that I think maybe I'm just like comparing it because last prep I would have only been three weeks into dieting, which is kind of crazy to imagine because we're about or maybe three or four weeks into dieting, but now I'm plus the mini cut. I'm like, like 15 weeks into dieting. So there's a huge difference there in terms of fatigue Mm -hmm. and like potentially hunger hormones as well. So it kind of scares me a little bit sometimes that I still have like 25 plus weeks left Mm -hmm. to go, but it's all part of the game. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that the end result is going to be worth it. So what I, what I'm finding now though, is that after that first high day is, I'm feeling really good, like almost like no hunger, no diet fatigue. So it is actually working really well for me to reverse those. I'm not saying it's reversing things like leptin and ghrelin and testosterone, mm-hmm. but maybe psychologically it is doing a really good job of reversing reversing it. And then I'm back to Saturday, which is a low day. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to go for another week. Mm-hmm. And definitely by the time I get around to Tuesday, Wednesday, I, I'm looking forward to that high day again. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just having those five low, two high days. It's just that perfect balance. Yeah, Mm. works really well. I'm glad it works really well for both you and I. Yeah. And I will be adjusting to three high days eventually because I I need that there for my backload approach. But what's going to be interesting is, is how I make that decision. And I haven't made it yet in terms of where I put that day because if I put it on the... To the Saturday, then I'll have all this stored up glycogen for a rest day the next day. Mm-hmm. So I'm contemplating maybe putting it on the Wednesday rest day, just having a lower high day. So then I'm more fueled up for the Thursday session. Yeah. Well, hopefully, well, I don't even think hopefully, you know, again, it pays off to start early, right? And to get ready and to start your prep 25 weeks out. Mm. So I think if anything, you might even have an opportunity to play around with both methods. Yeah. Yeah. I am keen to, um, give the, uh, front load approach a go Mm -hmm. because I definitely think that has its benefits of being more accurate and like not risking spilling over, Mm -hmm. which we'll see how, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Dude, I think you would have to eat just a stupid amount of carbs to spill over, you know? Yeah. I've got a lot of things to say, but I'll leave it for future episodes. (laughs) Jack just wants to chit chat. I love it. I know. I just meant about my approach with like glycogen and yeah. refeeding and stuff. Well, we got many episodes to come, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, enough with my monologue. I'll let you fill everyone in. 
All right. Well, you know, this was a really freaking solid week. You know, again, it was that first week back from our holiday and it was the first week back from deloading and man, deloads just work, you know, like taking a week off to chill out a little bit with your training and then coming back. Like I really did notice a difference in my performance and my energy levels this week. I just felt fresh. And despite I've now been dieting for 11 weeks now, right? Like I hit some all time PBs in my training, despite, you know, I've lost almost five kilograms now. And again, like I've been dieting for a solid two and a half months, but Yesterday on my Smith machine lunges for the first time in my life, I did three by 10 with 65 kilograms on the Smith machine, which I'm really proud of. You know, that's, that is some tough shiz. All right. Mm. Like, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm not scared to say that. That is not including the bar. Like it's, it's yeah. just the, some people count the Smith machine as 20 kilos, mm-hmm. but it's not. Yeah. So you've got 65 just on either side. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I don't know how often they grease those Smith machines at World's Gym Brisbane. (laughs) So there definitely is some added resistance there too. But yeah, man, I just felt fresh. I felt really good and had some solid weight drops this week as well, which was excellent. So at the end of last week on the Saturday and the Sunday, I weighed in at 64 flat. But this week, my weight's dropped all the way down to 63.4, which is absolutely excellent. It felt like I just had that big whoosh, right? It was uh, pretty fantastic. But the thing is as well is that with weight loss, you also feel it, right? So like obviously training performance was awesome and I felt really good in the gym, but I certainly felt the diet this week, you know? I definitely felt hungrier, which is obviously normal, of course. And combined with the week before when I decided to do 200 grams of carbs every single day, skipped out on my high carb days as normal for that week because I was deloading and also because my first show got pushed forward a week, so I lost an entire week of prep. This was actually the first week in two weeks that I actually had a high carb day. So when it came around to Thursday, right, and I finally got to eat 350 grams of carbs after two weeks, I was pretty excited for it. You know, I was like, give me some bananas and give me some more. So yeah, it felt excellent. And it felt really nice to carb up as well after two weeks, you know, but, um, it was pretty cool because compared to the two weeks before, I think I was down from my previous weight by like a kilogram and a half or something, you know, at, at 63.4. And even after my high carb days, weight's still down, which is excellent. So yeah, in the body composition department, things are going really well and uh, pretty much... You took skin folds today too. Yeah, well, you took my skin folds. But yeah, skin fold results, again, were awesome. From the past time we took them, which was about two weeks ago before we left for Noosa, I dropped seven mils across seven sites, which is a really good result too. And what's really neat is that at this same time last year in prep when we took my skin folds, I was at the exact same sum of seven, but I was 62 kilograms flat, right? So I'm at that same sum of seven one year later, but I'm 1.4 kilograms heavier. Mm. So it's mm. almost the same, like same amount of uh, muscle gain each year for us. Yeah. Like I gained about two and a half, three, you gained one and a half. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank God we're both gaining and not losing, right? (laughs) That would be depressing considering how much effort we put into this shiz. But uh, that honestly, even having results like that from the skin folds really does help back up that I think I am going to be able to step on stage this year at a heavier body weight. And that just makes me absolutely ecstatic because, you know, at the beginning of this year, when I competed in the one show that I did for the IFBB 
Queensland state titles. Like it was just so clear to me that I need to be bigger. You know, I need to have more muscle mass on me. And from like my condition was in check. So that's really going to come from, I need to get more muscle on me and I need to increase my stage weight. So yeah, hopefully stepping on stage this year at one to 1.5 kilograms heavier. So really ecstatic with that. And uh, hopefully everything stays on track and I continue to predominantly just lose as much body fat as I can while maintaining my muscle mass. But this past week as well, I actually did have a consult with Joey Cantlin. So I've actually asked Joey to help me out a bit with this prep because, you know, over these past few years, I've really demonstrated to myself that I can be very disciplined. I can be very adherent, right? I can hold myself accountable to following a plan and dieting and training, right? I don't necessarily need someone else to do that for me. But what I really do need is I need someone who is honest and I need someone who is experienced and I need someone to be my second pair of eyes who I trust, who can honestly tell me when I need to push and when I'm ready to go. And I think anyone in this industry who knows Joey Cantlin, right? You guys know that he's one of the most experienced and highly renowned physique coaches, especially when it comes to prepping female bikini and fitness competitors. Yeah, undoubtedly. And I think it's good that it's not me as well, because I see you every day and for obvious personal reasons as well. Yeah, absolutely. So I've asked Joey, you know, to help me out. So I saw him this past week and pretty much just gave him a rundown of my prep. I got to do some posing with him, got a lot of posing tips off of him and really just asked him straight up, like, do you think I'm on track? And, uh, thank gosh, he says I am, (laughs) which is a, you know, good clarification, right? But pretty much Joey was actually in agreement as well that he thinks compared to the last time he saw me and when I was on stage that he would predict that I'm probably one to 1.5 kilograms heavier now with lean mass compared to my previous show, which again is just really nice to have that confirmation, right? Coming from someone who you know is going to be honest with you, right? Like you don't want someone who's going to lie to you and blow smoke up your butt, right? You really want someone to just tell it to you straight. Yeah. You don't want to get smoke blown up your bum and then (laughs) get to stage day and be uh, awkward and a bit embarrassed with being unconditioned or being told that you're going to get first place when you don't get first call outs. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the number one things that you want to look for in a coach is just honesty, Mm. right? Yeah, absolutely. So Anyway, uh, I saw Joey this week and that was at the 10 week out mark from IFBB Queensland. And I'm planning to see him again, probably at the four week out mark and then probably at the one week out mark from that first show. And I'd also really like to keep just seeing him, you know, leading into the other shows because again, I want to take full advantage of this season, right? But I also recognize that I am stepping into new territory, right? Sure, I've done one IFBB show, but this is still a completely new federation for me with a completely new, you know, physique and posing and presentation, judging criteria. But I'm also planning to do ICN Fitness, ICN Sports Model for the first time. If AWNBS has their shows, I want to do the Bikini International, right? And Joey knows these federations and these categories way better than I do right? So I really need him to be my second pair of eyes and to really tell me, you know, whether or not I need to push or whether or not, you know, you can start reversing or, you know, you're good to go because 
man, I take this seriously, right? And like, sure, I'm competing to experience it, but I am competing to be competitive, right? I work so goddamn hard and I plan to go into these shows with a winning mindset. I already am in a winning mindset, Mm. but I plan to be competitive on stage and I need help. Yeah, that's, I was actually thinking about this the other day and I think it's more applicable to us than other people because everyone competes for a different reason. But when people say, yeah, I'm competing this year to beat my previous self, would you, (laughs) would you start a prep if you knew that your physique wasn't better than last time? No. Exactly. (laughs) And like, I find sometimes I'm a little bit surprised when experienced or people who compete to do well or compete to win or even experienced people are like yeah i beat my old my old package that's a win but like what have you been doing for the last two or three off season Mm -hmm. then if you haven't been getting better yeah so unless something a tragedy happens so that might be a negative way of looking at it but not necessarily right yeah you go through so much during this sport for so many years right and so much preparation why would you want to get on stage looking the exact same, Mm. right? That's, no, give yourself more time and get on stage looking way better, right? It's all about self-improvement. Yeah, I would would be really disappointed in myself if I got on stage looking the same I did in 2018. (laughs) Like, geez louise, man, what have I been doing? Like, I need to pick another sport. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that should be really good to have those, you know, consults every few weeks with Joey and pretty much just have an honest physique assessment, which will be really good. And also just help with posing as well. Uh, Like I've been doing all my IFBB posing with Steph pretty much every single week since July, but Joey really knows the game when it comes to ICN fitness and sports model posing. And he was able to help me with quite a number of things on Friday and uh, yeah, just keep improving. So that should be really good. And I guess the other thing is, is that like, I just need that second pair of eyes, you know, because when you are at that tip point of your conditioning, right? Like you really are walking on a tightrope. And that's what I actually found last prep, right? Like there were a few solid days there. I feel like I looked my absolute best. Like I was my most conditioned so far and I was filling out well with carbs. I just, I really liked my physique. And that was about a week after the IFBB show. But after that, right? I just, I didn't look very good. You know, I flattened out. It was really hard to carb up. I felt like I looked stringy. I looked really tired. Like I was just, it wasn't the best look, right? And mm, this is why coaches need coaches. Absolutely. Yeah. Even the most experienced because like coaching yourself isn't like coaching a competitor. Mm-hmm. It's so different when you start getting your own personal sort of thoughts involved and yeah. stuff like that. Absolutely. So yeah, that's why I think it's going to be really helpful for me to bring my absolute best physique to stage. And again, it's going to be a marathon and I fully recognize that and I'm fully up for it, you know, like bring on the challenge, but I am going to be trying to hold condition from my first show on the 21st of February, right? All the way until the end of May when ICN Nationals will be and probably AWNBS will be as well, right? That's three months of trying to stay lean as hell, right? But also be able to carb up and pump up and look really good every single time I step on stage. Like that is tough right? Mm. That's going to be tough. But so I need help, right? And I'm not scared to ask for help. (laughs) Yeah, you should. It's common sense. It's it's smarter to ask for help than not ask for help. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So really, really appreciate Joey helping me out with that. But um, 
yeah, should be good, but it's nice to feel on track, right? And again, it's nice to have that clarification from someone else that I have actually put on a little bit more lean mass because Joey actually saw me on the very last day, like it was one week before all the season A shows were canceled. And I actually went to him for a similar physique assessment and, you know, to do some posing with him back in very beginning of March. And that's probably the, that's the day I weighed in at the very lowest all prep. I was like, 57.6 kilograms. I just finished five low carbohydrate days, right? I was flat. I was small. So I, it was really nice to actually see Joey, right? And actually have him tell me just straight up that I had improved. So yeah, it's good. I'm feeling good, right? But funnily enough, this week for the first time in my life, I was actually questioned whether or not I was actually pregnant. <laughs> It was so funny, guys. So this was actually on Thursday, right? And again, this was my first high carbohydrate day of the week. Well, first high carbohydrate day after two weeks of being flat, right? And you know when you start to fill up with more carbs, especially that day, I'd weighed in at 63.4. So it's the lightest I've weighed in months, right? The leanest I've been in many, many months. And I'm starting to carb up. And you know when you see yourself at the gym, right? I was doing RDLs and I was like, man, I actually look pretty good today. <laughs> you know, when you're kind of checking yourself out, right? You're like, wow, like, you know, I can see a few striations in my shoulders. My shoulders are looking more pumped, right? I was taking videos. I could see my hamstrings. And every time you do a rep, you know, like I could actually see definition in my core. So I was feeling pretty confident, <laughs> right? And then I finished, oh boys, I finished my set, right? And I'm like, you know, panting. And this woman comes over to me and she's like, excuse me. And she did like this motion, like she pointed to the- Lower to, abdomen. Yeah, to the lower abdomen. And she did like this hand gesture of like a bump with both her hands. And she asked me, she's like, I just have to ask, like, are you pregnant? And I'm one, I'm trying to catch my breath from doing my RDLs. And I look at this woman wide-eyed and I'm like, no. I was like, I've been dieting for two and a half months. I'm like, I'm 10 weeks out from a show. I'm not pregnant. And she's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I just thought. And she kept like pointing at my stomach and like doing this little hand motion like I had a bump. And I'm like, I just couldn't stop laughing, right? I couldn't stop laughing. It's better to laugh than cry. Oh my gosh, it was better to laugh than cry. But boy, and like, it was the day where I was feeling really confident too. But it took, I don't know what was going on, right? Like, <laughs> maybe when I just like, yeah, maybe I, think maybe I was pushing out my stomach or something like that when yeah. I was breathing. I don't know. But I put up this funny thing on my Instagram and I'm like, you know, when you, you've been dieting for two and a half months and someone asks if you're pregnant, I had over 30 people reply to me and they're like, what the flips? And I'm like, I don't know, man. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. Honestly, guys, like unless someone is shopping for baby clothes and they're holding a picture of an ultrasound, right? And it's very clear that they've got a baby or two in there. Don't walk up to people and ask them if they're pregnant. You know, like I Especially took it well. Especially in the gym when people are trying to work on their bodies, man. And most people are in there to burn belly fat or whatever. But yeah, you know, have common sense, you know? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> But anyway, that's almost like we've said this before, but it's like being a PT and then the person you're, you're training, it's like their first day in the gym and they're like, yeah, if I could just have a little bit more muscle than you, mm -hmm. I'd be happy. It's kind Gosh. of like back that backhanded, it's not even a backhanded compliment. It's just a backhand in general. Yeah, man. 
boy, people just need to think before they speak, you know, and sometimes think three times. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty much a wrap up from me. Uh, really just looking forward to moving into this next week. Hopefully get a few more solid weight drops, get down into those low 63s, if not those high 62s would be excellent. So pretty much right now I am sitting now at 10 weeks out from my first show. So I am over that halfway mark now. I've been dieting for 11 weeks, 10 weeks out from the first show, but boy, how many, I, I haven't even calculated how many weeks out we're from the last show. Cause again, the official dates for ICN mm. nationals, AWNBS haven't been released, but we are predicting late May. So whether or not AWNBS goes ahead even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So probably another like solid five months, you yeah. know? I got this, man. <laughs> well, I'll be there with you. I won't stop till you stop. We got, I won't stop till you stop, man. Yeah, we got this. We're in this together. But yeah, it should be, it should be good. And I guess right now, you know, prediction probably still sitting about four to four and a half kilograms above stage weight. So definitely got this. That's my goal, right? I want to be ready for my first show. I'm not trying to get ready before my first show. That's overkill. If I've got mm. three months of shows, I want to be ready for IFBB Queensland. And then obviously I'm going to be ready for the rest of the shows too. Awesome. Sweet as. All right. Well, last thing we always finish on one thing we want to improve this week. So Jack, what do you want to improve this week? So I just want to ensure that I can stay on these macros and lose some body weight. Mm -hmm. So that'll be one thing I want to improve on. Kind of like a, it's not really improving on anything, but <laughs> it's improving on the body fat loss. Yeah, well, I'll hold you accountable to keeping up your activity and your energy expenditure, because this whole week it's expected to just, you know, rain all week. Mm. But, you know, we are dedicated to this, we're committed, and we've been putting on our rain jackets and getting our Bunnings umbrellas and still going for walks with Sam every morning in the rain to get those steps in. So yeah, I think I might have to up steps a little bit this week to get it done. Mm -hmm. And then I'll bring them back down maybe in the diet break and definitely when I drop macros again. Yeah. Well, more rainy walks for us. Mm, sounds exciting. Yeah. Sounds, sounds drenching. <laughs> and what about you? This week, I'm actually going to step up my Bulgarian split squat game, right? Because for the past number of weeks, I've actually been lifting 28 kilogram kettlebells each hand, and I've gotten up to three sets of 13 each leg, right? And like, I just know I can go heavier, right? Like they're freaking tough with the 28s, but like, I feel like after that deload, right? Like, I'm just like, I'm just gonna push it. And especially like proving to myself, I can do those 65 kilogram Smith machine lunges, right? Which again, that's over my body weight. So I think I can do 32 kilogram kettlebells for at least three sets of 10. So that's awesome. what I want to try to do tomorrow. And again, that's pretty cool. Cause that will be Bulgarian split squatting over my body weight, right? Mm. that's pretty neat that's my quads have gotten stronger it's pretty cool <laughs> epic yeah well that's what i want to improve this week just um yeah stimulate those quads and really just suck it up and do the tough stuff awesome well thanks for listening guys if you enjoyed the episode please remember to repost it onto your social media stories tag myself tag tiara tag tbd leave a review on the itunes podcast app if you're feeling generous mm -hmm. and we'll catch you guys in the next episode bye guys